Welcome back to the Basement Yard. Today I have a. Have you ever been on the show? No. Well, you haven't. Yes, I have, but when? like not the the TV show. Not the TV one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the we talked about. What did we talk about? I don't know. Probably like about shitting some, and jerking yeah, off. Or, that's all the show is about. It's either laughing. <laughs> you know, literally, I don't know. Somehow, every single show, we're like, by the way, shitting. Like, we'll fit it in. Like, always. Uh, Took a nice shit just before I got here. Yeah, exactly. Speaking <laughs> of shit, we were just talking about... Uh, well, I, we before we started, we were talking about, like, What the Health. Like, this new documentary that everyone's fucking mm-hmm. talking about. I think it's kind of ridiculous. Like, they equate everything to cigarettes. Like, I talked about it briefly on one of the last podcasts. But... Milk is like a big one that they talk about where it's like it's literally doing nothing for humans, but we just drink it like no tomorrow. And I like I don't know why. One day I woke up and I love milk. Like I I mean I don't not anymore, but I just woke up one day and was like, I don't even want to try it. It's not like I even drank it and felt gross. I was just like, I just don't want it anymore. I haven't had it in like a year and a half. And you eat cheese just fine, everything like that? I mean, I don't eat cheese like an Italian person. Like they just like, <laughs> I can't just sit there and be like, oh, cheddar on a cracker. Like I can't do that. Like I, I, I used to love that. I can't. They say that as you get older, you're you can get lactose intolerant. You can just become it out of nowhere. That's what happened to me. I used to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and I used to drink a glass of milk, and then I used to be like, I have to take a dump. Diarrhea, my brain's out right now. <laughs> Immediately, like I have to do it from a PB and J. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I must be allergic to something. I can't eat peanut butter and jelly no more. So the only time I had milk was that like peanut butter and jellies. So I had milk one day, and I hit the bathroom the same way the peanut butter and jelly. And I slowly started to realize like it's not the peanut butter and jelly. You know what's crazy? Now that I'm thinking about it, growing up, I've all I always felt like I had IBS, like always because I always had like literally. I'm not even kidding. A three-minute window. Like, as soon as it got to my brain, like, hey, you're going to have to take a shit soon. I had three minutes before <laughs> it was exiting my body. <laughs> which means 30 seconds in, because, like, the the last three minutes of an emergency, and it was always an emergency, and it never was, like, a solid. <laughs> Dude, milk uh, is horrible for you. Dude, back in the day, people would be like, oh, my, like, I would tell my, like, my mom would be like, oh, my God, I have diarrhea. Like, it's terrible. Like, you know, this is like the second time I've had it this year and it's like August. I'm like, it's like, my, I've had diarrhea like five <laughs> times this fucking week. Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you shitting me right now? But that's how it was. And I think that may- maybe it was because I was drinking milk. I used to chug milk. I would get home from the park playing basketball and instead of drinking water, I would just go right to the milk gallon and just start throwing it down. Like disgusting. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, that is so gross. I- I've never told this to anyone before, but I used to sing a milk song. Okay. <laughs> My brother a, used to make fun of me. Wait, why would you sing it's a like, milk song? Milk, it's so delicious. And I would drink it. That was it? <laughs> yeah. That was the whole song? Yeah. Wow. And I still you're think... You're going to get a gram. <laughs> I still think it's delicious today, but my stomach won't allow me to drink it. It's like whiskey. I think it's delicious, but my stomach won't allow me to drink it anymore. Wait, you, you shit if you take whiskey too? No, 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 no. Just college, you know? College, you said? Too much whiskey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean... I can't well, do it anymore, you put man. Eighty gallons of it in your body, then you know. I used to have a bottle of Jameson in the stash at all times at school. That'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> that'll that'll definitely do it. That's what happens when you give a kid an office in in his. Dude, college. it was bad. I I mean, look, growing up was tough. I'll be honest with you. 
Uh, there were six of us in a house, and I drank a lot of milk, and there was one bathroom. <laughs> and me and my oldest brother, who takes the longest shits out of anyone in my family, had the same bowel movements, I guess, because he was always in there before I was. And I had to just... I, I can't tell you how many times I was on the verge of tears outside that door. Like, please, just... Because he would just hang out in there. Like, he would... I feel like he would fight it, like, on purpose. Like, he was trying to... He was he would clench his ass so that he wouldn't... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just get out. I'm not going to tell you which brother it is. Because they'll kill this me if they good. found out. I also grew up in a house of six people. Right. Four boys always had to shit, right? So... <laughs> a lot of dumping. I was taking a crap one day, right? And my brother comes in. And he's like, yo, Timmy, I got to go right now. And I'm like, dude, I'm... Literally in the middle, I can't stop. You're gonna tell me. I'm like, yo, go to the garbage can. Go to the garbage can. Yo, he pulls down his pants and puts his his hand behind his ass and legit like shits like a ice cream cone would come out into his hands. He's a young kid at the time. I'm like, yo. He's like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. One of your brothers. (laughs) One of my brothers. Shit in their young kid. He was a young kid at the time. What is a young kid though? Like eight. That is way too old to <laughs> shit in your own hand. That's true. He should have sh- shat in the garbage what can. I told him. What grade is that? Eight. Second? Is it? S- second or third? Dude, I was walking to school. Second, <laughs> was I? I don't even know. I, I might have been. Yeah, I definitely was. Second grade? No, I wasn't. <laughs> but that's, that's way too old to be shitting in your own hand. Yeah. Wow. I need to find out who that was. So bad. I'll tell you after. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, need, I need to have a conversation with them. Can you imagine that? I mean, I would rather... I would shit in the tub before I would shit in my hand, right? Or like a garbage can or something, right? Or just like shit in the shower and just keep stepping on it until it goes down. <laughs> oh, <I'm just> <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. By the way, I hope for everyone who can't watch, uh, everyone who is watching, you'll see this Yankee candle here. Uh, I went to Bed Bath & Beyond the other day uh, for a Nutribullet because I wanted to get a blender so I could start having smoothies in the morning. Because I always skip breakfast because I just don't want to cook in the morning. But smoothies are pretty easy to make. So I went and bought that. And then I ended up spending $300 on God knows what. You know, some of that was spent on many candles like this one. <laughs> I'm kind of like a middle-aged divorced woman with Yankee candles. Like, I fucking hoard them. I see candles everywhere. And they're so expensive. They're fuck. It's wax. What am I paying for? It's, it's ridiculous. I, so, uh... I had a housewarming. I, was it two days ago? You were there. Where, where, when was two it? Two or three days ago. Yeah. Two or three days ago, right? And all the housewarming gifts I got were all like Bed Bath and Beyond gift cards. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I felt like an old man. I'm like, what if is? If you this? don't want them, swing them because I will <laughs> abuse that. I love that place. I've never even been inside. Dude, what? What it's, do I have to go inside first, Bed Bath Beyond for? First of all, not for nothing. They got pretty cool like artwork. In really? There. And the one near us, there's <laughs> one that that has like an art section. It's got pretty dope stuff. I'm a in lot the of stuff I hang art. up in my apartment is from there. I'm in the market for some art right now. Are you? Yeah. Nice. I mean, <laughs> I'm in the market for some art. Well, right we now. got a big ass wall that has nothing on it. That's true. But if you go there, they have really cool stuff. Like the the thing I have above my piano. That's it. Looks like a bunch of old vinyls of like classic rock. I found that there, hmm. and it was on sale. It was a fucking line through the actual price, 20 bucks. I was like, steal, thank you. Something feels wrong about buying art from Bed Bath & Beyond, though. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not, like, ideal. It's yeah. definitely not, like, I'm not, like, a purist yeah. in the art. I feel like I would be not representing art. Like, what I stand for. With. I've I've bought art, though, from, like, uh, these 
you know, not well-known people, just people who I see like retweeted on my timeline. And I'm like, oh shit, like that's awesome. Can I have that? And I'll just fucking buy it. Some that, of the stuff I have here. The that thing Kanye I have stuff is huh? really cool. That Kanye stuff was really cool. Yeah, that was made the, by this girl. I believe she's from Brooklyn. Um, Started following her on Instagram. I believe her Instagram is like Ayers Art or something like that. But yeah, she I I I know her through a mutual friend. I didn't know this until afterwards, by the way. She but she got retweeted onto my timeline on Twitter, and I saw like this thing that she made. It was that exact paint painting, and I was like, "Oh, are you selling this?" She's like, "Oh, I can make you one if you want. You want me to like customize it and put like JS on the jacket or whatever of the bear?" I was like, "Yeah." So she made it. She was like, "Yeah, here you go." I want something like that, man. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I want like some no one knows. I was person. like heavy into it at one point. Like I was searching. For I remember shit. art is fucking expensive though. It's like two two fifty for like this little but one thing. One you bought it for one million. One year later, it's worth two million. Two years later, it's worth eight million. I mean, yeah, if that's you buy what, fucking. That's what Jay Z says. Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yo, it's fire album if you haven't listened to it yet. What four four four? Yeah, I haven't heard one song off of that it's album. It's grown man yet. shit. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I just I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Tim is a teacher. I am. What grade? Uh, I've sixth right now, but I've taught sixth, seventh, and eighth. Which one is the most trash? I'm gonna go with seventh because that's seventh. Most, seventh. Easily. I was at my worst. <laughs> I was at. I was the worst person i've ever been in seventh grade everyone it's it's a combination of like hormones are going nuts yeah like you got these kids who don't know what the fuck's going on and you're on. like oh i'm like because usually i mean for the most part in new york city it's like you go kindergarten to fifth grade that's one school and mm-hmm. then sixth to eighth so when you get to a new school in sixth grade everyone's kind of like calm and then seventh grade you're like i'm not in sixth grade anymore right and then you're like you think you're the man right and you, you know you're, you're comfortable right you know all the teachers names right you know the administration's names eighth grade's not great either <laughs> i'll be honest with you the eighth grades are a little better because they they start getting a little mature right the only problem is you start dealing with like the sex stuff in eighth grade like yeah the, people getting fingered in the back yeah, class like like has that. anyone gotten not, fingered in your not class not in my class no but i've had i've had kids get caught having sex in my old school like in the hallways and shit you caught them? No. Oh, God, thank God. I, didn't I catch wish. Them. Oh, my God. People were fucking at my middle that would school be, all the time. Yo, people were fucking. We went to the same middle school. Yeah, they were fucking. They were fucking. They were fucking. Like crazy. I, I remember one girl in sixth grade told me, she was like, you're a virgin? I was like, yeah. She's like, loser. I was like, <laughs> i fucking sixth grade. Like, Yo. No one's ever seen my dick before. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, just me and I think my mom. My two best friends are my brother and my friend Sal. They lost their virginities at like 12 and 13. Yeah, it's just out of control. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'm chilling there, and everyone in my school's what is that having like? sex. Twelve year old. Let's not get into that. I'm not even gonna ask. I don't that even question. know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I don't if even I saw know a vagina what at twelve. I'm pretty sure I would just combust. I remember when he told me. My first question to him was, "How do you know when it's over?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question for a twelve year old to ask. It's a fair question because I still ask that about lesbian porn. I'm like, when do they decide that we're done? Here, you know? Is it kind of like when the first one gets really tired, you're like, listen, we've been at it. I came multiple times. I am satisfied, trust me. You know? Because I'm assuming it's not like just one time, you know? They're going at it. I mean, I don't really watch lesbian porn. You know? Um, nah. N- I don't really watch me it. Me neither. It's not my thing. Yeah. It's not. It's got to uh, be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that multiple I'll, times on this show too many times that I'm comfortable with, to be honest with you. I'm going to leave the porn with you. Yeah. <laughs> Considering <laughs> I teach sixth graders, well, you know, that's good. 
yeah. You know, sorry, Tim. It's all right. Right, right in there. Um, anyway, I kind of wanted to talk to you about just school in general. You graduated. I did. I have a master's degree. You have a master's degree. So mm-hmm. you graduated twice. Three times. Three times. If See? you count high school. No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> count high school. Uh, and I dropped out after a semester. Hmm. Uh, I just want to get your opinion kind of like on school in general. Like, do you think that it's super necessary still? Because I feel like back in the day, it was like, you if you didn't have a diploma you're not getting shit which i still kind of think is kind of true but i don't know just in in general like do you feel like school is actually educating people or doing something else all right i think that school is obviously necessary you obviously need to be an intelligent person right you can't go through life not being able to read you're going to struggle yes you can't go through life not being able to do math you're well, going to struggle let's let's just College, I'm talking about more, more so. Like, I, I obviously, I think it's very necessary to go through all schooling until. Well, I think that where it starts is at the base level because uh, what's going on right now in school is everything's about college readiness. And if you look at any type of, I don't know if you know what the Common Core is, but it's like 48 states have adopted this Common Core that every school in 48 states, all the sixth graders have to be able to to meet certain standards. Right, in order to pass into seventh grade, or in order- I thought Common Core was just like this ridiculous new thing. That it's was ridiculous because because I, I, I heard like because I, f- I forgot someone showed me like uh, they were doing multiplication like the kids because my my mom works out of school, my brother works out of school, my sister used to work at an after school program, and they are all telling me like yeah these kids have this thing called Common Core now that you know a simple multiplication equation is broken down 19 times to get the answer when all you had to do was this, like the way that we were taught. And now it's like completely different. So that, all right. So that much I agree with. Like what they do, what they do is instead of saying like, what's two times two, they'll say, uh, Jimmy has two, um, I don't know. Apples. Apples, right? And he wants to add two more apples. How many more apples are there? Or like, instead of saying, what's this divided by this, they'd say, this is the percent of tax. How much are you, how much are you adding to the total number. So they put it in like a, a form. The problem is that you're taking the same education and you're giving it to kids in rural Kentucky or the rich part of Wisconsin or like uh, like the like New Mexico where there's a complete immigrant population. And this that's the same education you're giving to kids in the Bronx. And it's it's there can be a uniformed set of tools. Like one of my favorite things as an educator that I try and strive to every time I, I teach is the, there's always this quote that sticks to me and it's, if you judge an elephant on its ability to climb a tree, it will live its entire life thinking it's stupid. So... Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so education, I think when you try and centralize it and you try and make everything about college readiness, all right, how are we going to get these kids ready to go to college? All of a sudden you got Double periods English, double periods math, social studies. What is double periods? Double periods is like two periods in a row. Oh, wow. Right? How you long got, is a period? I, I haven't been to school in 45 years. minutes. Okay. Period's 45 minutes. Then you got... You <laughs> 45 want, minutes, that's yeah, it? I yeah. feel like, yo, when I was in school, I was like, yo, periods are fucking forever. I would sleep through half of it. It's crazy. <laughs> I was like, yo, when is this over, man? I need to get to gym. The first college class I took, I was like, 
what do you mean this is going to last an hour and 30 minutes? I know. <laughs> There's no way I'm making it through. No way. That's three times. That's not even... Th- no, that's during double. My, during my semester, what, what are the... I don't even remember what that's... Oh, a lecture hall. Like, how you have, like, yeah. however many kids in that class. I'm like, they think I'm going to show up here? Like, <laughs> they don't even know I'm here. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> this guy doesn't know my fucking name. Yeah. yeah it's ridiculous. But yeah, so, everything is, like... So, now it's double period because you need to know how to write an essay. When's the last time you wrote an essay? <sighs> And the what they're being tested on is not even the contents of their essay. It's can they support with evidence or do they use the right structure? And it's like right. you te- you're teaching them how to structure their ideas and you're grading them on their ability to structure their own ideas in your way. I feel like in, in our day, it was kind of like a paragraph, five sentences. Go for it. And right. like express yourself. And whatever the answer is, explain it. And if the answer made sense, you got the, you know, it, it was right. But these days, it's it, like that, that's those standards, I think, are, and becoming college ready is taking away from what college is. And it, college is supposed to be a place where you learn and you grow. Do you think it's more of like, so now you, what you're saying is they focus more on the structure than what's within? You know, it's just they, they focus on getting them ready for the remedial classes and not like what school should be is like, Find your purpose. Like, I remember even when I was in high school, we had auto shop, we had wood shop, we had, uh, like, a, there was a nursery, we could take care of babies, uh, there was a there was a pool, yeah, I swear to you, there was a shop you mart. You had a nursery? Yeah, yeah, I had 4,000. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I had 4,000 kids in my school, though. Yeah, I know. Like, my graduating class A lot class of them had thousand. babies, by the way. A lot of them had babies, yeah. I went to... Oh, we live in New York City. Like, I just want everyone to remind yeah. everyone. <laughs> but my, I love my school experience. It was real. It was. It was, I loved it. Yeah. But I had all these opportunities, and I had a journalism class, and that's what made me want to be a journalist. That journalism class, that teacher, Miss Katz. If you're listening now, shout out. Yeah, I like. I don't know. I never had like a wood shop class or anything like that, or home ec or whatever. Like I never had any of that stuff. But in high school, the only class that I even can remember that was kind of. I, I forgot what the name of the class was, but basically this is the class that I learned how to write a resume. Like mm. I had to write one, Important you know what I mean? Class. And come up with one. Like that I could see as useful. But for the most part, a lot of the stuff that I learned in high school, I have no idea what the hell it was or like anything. You know, I have no idea. Like what is the purpose behind summer reading? I don't know. That's the most important thing you could do. Yeah, but like, I understand like reading for the, I understand that, but like, Quizzing me on the book, what is that doing? I agree with you. I think the whole testing, standardized test, standardized everything is complete nonsense. It's made by the man to keep the the powerful where they are and the not powerful where they are. It's got deep. How the I, fuck? What do you mean? All right, little little things like like I just said, the structure. But right. let's. I, I'm I teach in the South Bronx, right? right. My population is ninety. Eight percent African American, one hundred percent poor, right? Right. One hundred percent. These people are in the ghetto. Like this is the South Bronx, and when you see a test and they're giving you tests, and this this it's a poem from nineteen twelve, and they get, they have to answer questions about it, or it's a story about a yacht, not a boat, a yacht, and it's a story. And they're instead of talking about what going down the hallway, there's an entire story about the corridor, right? And you, you, when you, when you're in it, you start seeing things like that, and you start seeing things like, what if they gave the rich kids, like some 
ghetto slang on their test? How would they do? Right. Right. This is not in the lexicon of their everyday life. They're not saying yacht. They're not saying corridor. Mm -hmm. So when you're testing kids on their ability to understand this uniformly, you're going to take this kid who, who is just like confused because it's not part of his life. Right. And you're going to call him stupid. As and idiot. he's not. He's yeah. gifted as fuck. And he's, he has everything to offer as much as everyone else does. It's just that there's a system in place that makes it so he can't succeed. And it's not just black and white, too. It's classism. It's keep the poor poor and the rich rich. Uh-oh. That's what that's what we're we, going. That's yeah. There we go. <laughs> I, I mean, it is yeah. what it is. Like that's that's the new that's the new the new people who are in charge are not making that a, a I can, secret. I can honestly say that like I have a photographic memory, so I can I would literally put it to the test in high school where I had an English class where we had to take vocab tests, and literally some of the tests they just wanted us to. Take the word that was like the word, the vocab word, and then know the, what's the opposite antonym, the antonym of it, right? Not even the definition. Like, why am I, like, how does it help me, right? But anyway, I would walk into class and I, on purpose, I would not study. And then I would look at the book and just hold it in front of me. And I would just stare at it, close the book and get, a, I've never gotten under a hundred on one of those tests ever. Because I could just look and I'm like, oh, that's, I could see where it is on the page and just write the answer. Every single time I got 100. And, and like, I don't know any of those fucking words. Critical. And why would I know the, what is the antonym doing for me? It's critical thinking. I mean, and that's just, but like, I, I, like, I, I mean, I agree with you to a certain extent, but at the same time, I think that vocabulary needs to be put back into the American education system. Oh, absolutely. American I mean, I, system. I, absolutely. But that's not going to, that's not going to do it. I'm not like, I'm not learning that way. I, I even, what I have even said that where I'm like, I wish I could broaden my, like my vocabulary because I feel I haven't been to school in so long and I don't like read as much as I should. So I don't have a huge vocabulary so i think it's like these entertain this though right <laughs> so let's let's say you were in school and you had to learn these words but instead of having to learn these words because it was on a test instead you had to learn these words because in your class you were going to do an activity that you needed to know the words for like you're going to make a poem or you're going to have a you're going to be in a play or something like that right, right. something practical something you could actually lose use use right mm -hmm. not just what is this word? What is the opposite of this word? Right. Right. Would you have been more excited to learn those words? Uh, I would have been. Yeah, I would have been. I'm not. Ex I don't. I wouldn't want to say excited because I don't think I would be like excited. But I would like. I would have a reason to know. Motivated. Like, I need to know what this means. Right. Because right. I mean, obviously, when you're in school, you want to get the shit done. And if you like have to get it done for a reason, then you know. I think that that's helps. I've always said that. Like that. I feel like that's why they do hands-on stuff with science because the only way you're really going to learn is when you actually just do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sit there and actually physically do it. Because then you could understand it's better. You're going, like, your body is doing the things that you're learning. I agree. But if I just read it in a book, I have no idea. What the, like, I'm just I'm just trying to appease you by saying the words that are going to give me a good grade. I don't, I'm not really retaining the information. Exactly. And I think that's why the whole point, the whole thing of testing and college readiness is really just a mistake. And I think that's a, it's a giant mistake that it starts there and it, and it goes there. Like, and I don't want to talk shit about my school. My school has great progressive thinkers uh, in charge, uh, particularly my principal and my vice principal. And they have great, and they, they encourage this. They encourage as much as possible, like, 
yes, we have to give these kids tests, and yes, they have to do well in them, and yes, they have been improving because we've been. But the reason they've been improving is because we're taking it outside of just like write this down because I tell you to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it all goes wrong. Like if you if you can go to a comedy class in college, I bet you would have loved that class. Yeah, or, I think people would take that. Shit, or right? or something that you would like, like cut videos together. I'm sure they have those classes, but you know. Yeah, but what do you have to do instead? You yeah. have to write essays for the first two years. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I I mean it. I I don't know. Yeah. Money, <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's root where of we're going. That's the it's root of everything. Time man. Before we start fucking flipping out, it's the root of everything. I know. Yo, with all these. With all these studies, another thing that keeps that is keeping kids stupid, in my opinion, is do you, look at you. You see all this like health information coming out. We were talking about how milk fucks you up, right? Right. And how, I drink kefir, by the way. Kefir is a source. It's like, it's probiotic, like fermented yeah. milk, which just like sounds disgusting, but I haven't tried it yet. It's in my fridge, though. I'm, I got to do it. You know, all this processed shit fucks you up, right? And you know they're feeding the kids this shit to keep them going, and. You know, kids in the in the ghetto don't get the same food that we do. Like, you can't... I can walk outside of my house right now, my apartment, and there's five supermarkets within a three-block radius. Right. Five. And two of them are organic. Like, I can get good food whenever I want. Mm-hmm. These kids don't have access to that. They come in, they, they're eating Takis and sodas for, for, for breakfast. Next, they have fucking processed meat and bread... They're stuffing that into their face. Fucking lunchables and shit. And you you wonder why they can't spend a second in their seats. It's because they're going they're going fucking insane inside. Their body's fighting against them. And that shit is on purpose. That they're eating? Is yeah, that I'm about the food that they're eating. They're, oh my god, it's horrible. And Trump just took away the standards for food, and the standards already were so low, and he took them away. So you can feed you can the kids anything feed them, now. Like dog shit. Dog shit. It's on the menu. It's crazy. Anything to cut costs. And you know that's true because I feel like I was always like a kind of lively, I guess is the right word that I, I was like I was, you know I was very energetic always in school. Like I was never like one who would sleep, but every single period when I came back from lunch, out. I'm out. Like no matter what the class. Even if it was gym, I was just like you know going through motion, still getting buckets, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying at a slower rate. <laughs> but yeah I, I don't i don't know i guess that's i guess the thing uh dude i i literally to the, it's to the point now like now that we're talking about like food and health or whatever if i don't work out in the morning i have like the worst day like it's impossible like i at least have to go and just go there even if it's like the worst workout ever which it was on monday monday was the first time that i, I went to the gym when i got back from vegas i took a week off because i was like I, I can't. I need to like catch up on sleep, like figure my shit out. Uh, but Monday I went and it was terrible. I couldn't lift anything. But you know, just having that, you know what I'm saying? Like getting going and moving around, like it goes a long way. And if I don't eat well, uh, it's just like it's fucking night and day. It's terrible. It's really, really fucking. It's so easy to tell the difference. If I just eat like pizza for three days straight, I'm just fucking out for two days. Yeah. I have no energy. I want to sleep. I'm just like laying around. Like it's it's fucking it's crazy. So when when there's no fucking standard for the food that you can that you feed these kids, you know how are you gonna get them to learn the shit that is not even you know doing what it's supposed to do? And you're probably eating good quality pizza. 
This this is a microwaved pizza. Like, how are you supposed to eat a microwave pizza and then go to a classroom and learn about fucking social studies? Have you have you <laughs> have you? It's hard, yo. I'm a social studies teacher. Like, yo, I'm not about to sit here and let you. Uh, my bad. Uh, you know, talk shit about rectangular pizza <laughs> because that was my shit, yo. It, it, nah, fuck. Come on, man. You like the rectangular pizza? Cut his mic off, right? Now. <laughs> the, the rectangular pizza was everything when I was in fifth grade. Uh, but you liked it? Fuck yeah, I like that shit. It had a rectangular pizza. At fifth grade, but <laughs> but did you like it because you were mad hungry, or did you like it because you it was liked pizza, it? bro? <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. But if they gave you a, like the the slice or the long one, which one are you picking? Bro, the long one. Really? I, I don't. I, just a rectangular made it so good. I wouldn't eat it now. I'll take the slice now. But back then, <laughs> rectangles. I was all about shapes. And a chocolate milk? <laughs> two chocolate milks. Two chocolate milks, a rectangular pizza, and some corn. Yo, that's probably the worst thing you could have. Triangle's a shape, man. What? Triangle's a shape. Why'd I say triangle? Oh. Because you said you're all about sli- shapes. You could no, do that's the triangle slice. anyway. That's a, no, no, a slice is not a shape. That's a slice. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> I was all about the rectangles. I didn't like chocolate back then, so I was I had the chocolate. I didn't like chocolate. I don't like chocolate still to this day. Oh, well, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. Anything so. bitter, I hate it. But I Chocolate's had the bitter? monopoly on the one percent milk. That was my monopoly. The light blue was what that was all me. That's all we drank in my in my house growing up. We never had whole milk. If me we either. had whole milk, my sister would literally turn the house upside down. <laughs> she would freak out. I'm like, relax. Like, we're trying to grow. I was still, like, you know, thinking. That's, like, a dumb thing, too, I think, that they marketed milk was, like, you drink it, you have strong bones. It's like, well, that's not fucking true. Like I mean, it does have vitamin A and D, which is good for you. But at the same time, it's just, it's protein, but it's fucking cow protein. Like, that protein is supposed to build a little baby cow from a little baby cow to a giant mammoth beast of a cow. Do you know how much a cow weighs? I did this on. The, I had Max on the show, and he and he because you know he went running with the bulls. That was crazy. I know, and, Yo, and he's living life right now. He is. He Shout is. out to Max. Yeah, he's homeless. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. amazing. But he was he went running with the bulls, and then we were talking about like how much does a bull weigh, and then I was like, how much does a cow weigh? Do you do you know? You know what? Can I guess? Go ahead. Yeah, I do. Is it more than a ton or less? I'm not gonna tell you. All right. Uh, a ton and a half. Was that like three thousand pounds? A, a ton. A ton is, is two thousand, right? Yeah. So no, three, it's like it's like a ton. It's like around a ton. Oh, two thousand yeah, pounds. I said I said like six hundred pounds. No way. Yeah, I'm stupid. Dude. There are humans that are six hundred pounds. Yeah, on the TLC, big shows. you <laughs> can't get off their bed or whatever. How does that happen, by the way? Wow. How do you let it get to six hundred? Because at that point, it's not like genetic. You have a purpose. <laughs> you are doing that. Like I can understand getting to like three hundred, but you're doubling three hundred. You don't get to 300 and go, I need to turn this ship around. As a former fat person and still a chubby person that is on the borderline of fat, I'm probably still fat. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I would like to tell you. But I thought that I, like, I got the 260 and I was like, I can't live like this anymore. I thought I was having heart attacks. I was like, I got I to gotta lose weight immediately. Dude, when I get, when I hit like 185, I'm like, we need to turn this around. This is bad. I was like, we need to go back down here. I can't, I can't lose weight for the life of me. It's crazy. Like, if I lose like three pounds, I'm like, through the roof. I'm like, I did it. <laughs> like, I swear to God. So when I hear like, our, our friend Nick and you, like, you guys lose 
fucking weight like crazy and i'm just like i can't do yeah it. but i went from 260 to 210 and he went from 220 to 180 uh, that's yeah. different than going no he's from, not 180 but whatever it's not like I hope he's not from, listening he's gonna kill me <laughs> but uh, lot, he looks very good he lost a lot of weight nick you did. look great but you're not 180 we both know it i'm not even 180 i'm like 182 yeah, going from 185 to 180 is a lot harder than going from 260 to 210. Well, maybe not all that, but like 260 to 250. You can shed them like quicker, you think? I mean, if you go from like a super unhealthy lifestyle, as soon as you change your diet, you'll drop. I dropped 35 if pounds on diet alone. Garbage, dude. Not, I mean, actually, no. It was garbage. Mine is like, all right. Like, I'll have days where it's like, okay, just this is like you're gonna die if you eat like this every day like i swear to god some days i'll have like i'll wake up in the morning the first thing i'll eat is like oh wow there's a pack of skittles on the fucking counter that i didn't finish last night i'll have those for breakfast and then i'll have like some water and then for lunch I'm like, oh pizza why not pizza again for dinner fuck it why not and then it's just like the whole day you eat bad shit and then like you go binge drink on the weekend hold up before we move on with the show, let's get to the sponsors here. Uh, we have Stamps.com. These days, you can get practically everything on demand to like our podcast. Lif- listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. So why are you still going to the post office and dealing with their limited hours when you'd be getting postage on demand with Stamps.com? Anything you do at the post office, you can now do right from your desk with Stamps.com. Guys, I don't even need to read any more into this. When you read that, that's all you need. Okay, if you don't have to go to the, I'm looking for reasons to not go to the post office, and now they have this. Okay, you could buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, uh, letter or packaging using your own computer and printer. And unlike the post office, Stamps.com never closes, so you can get postage whenever you need it. Uh, right now, use my name, Basement, for this special offer. Four week trial includes postage and a digital scale. Don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in basement. That's stamps.com. Enter basement. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office ever again. It's the death of the post office. And the next one we have is, oh boy, Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. You think you have to go to the supermarket? You are wrong. It will show up to your doorstep in pre-portioned meals and instructions uh, on how to make it. Okay? You got stuff. What, what is this? What kind of stuff they got here? Meatball pizza with fresh mozzarella cheese and charmed tomatoes. Are you... Sh- are, what? Miso butter salmon with lo mein noodle. I, I can't... I, there's beautiful stuff. Beautiful food that you could be eating right now. It uh, shows up to your doorstep. Like I said, it's, it's all pre-portioned. So you use everything that they send you. They give you instructions. So not only do you have a nice meal, but you have that information for the rest of your life. Save save the little cards, okay? Make a cookbook, all right? Who knows what's going on? Um, comes out to less than $10 a person per meal, so it's affordable. And uh, you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free ship. Three meals free with free shipping. Are you kidding? Do it. Uh, go to blueapron.com slash basement. Uh, that's blueapron.com slash basement. All right, back to the show. Dude, the summer's terrible. Hamburgers, hot dogs, hot dogs, which I know are basically cancer. They are. It's basically like eating a cigarette, it is. apparently. <laughs> like a uh, like hundred of them. Yeah. 
too. They're delicious, though. I don't know what to tell you. They they're, taste way better than cigarettes. So let's admit that. We can all agree <laughs> to that, right? They taste better than cigarettes. You ever smoked a cigarette? I have never smoked a cigarette. How do you know? I'd be terrified to smoke a cigarette, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be terrified, but I'd be like, I just can't imagine how that tastes good. I stopped my cigarette Everyone habit. here smokes, I think, right? <laughs> I stopped at four cigarettes a day. You stopped? I, I got to four cigarettes a day, and I was like, all right, now I'm having four cigarettes a day. I need to chill for I didn't out. even know you smoked cigarettes. I used to roll them myself. You're such a like a. Well, I used to also get like Marlboro Light when I was lazy, but I used to try and roll them myself. I don't know the difference between fucking cigarettes. Oh, the gold one. I don't know. You I used to roll you know your you know own what? cigarettes. I used to get. I used to go to clubs back in the day, and yeah. Spanish clubs were this shit. You, you live in New York. You've been to a Spanish club. That's just the rules. And you. What was the name of it? I names at the wazoo. I've been to all of them. Oh man, I've been it, to one, two. Might have been to a couple. I was at a club every weekend when I was a kid. I was an animal. So was I. I but I was like, when, I, when I was underaged, always at a club. Always. As soon as I turned 21, never had a club ever again. <laughs> I was I, over it. My club streak stayed to like 23. I was no, like from was, 18 to 23, I was from like every weekend. 17 to 20, clubs only. Now, I refuse to step my foot in one. I hate it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of him anymore. Everyone on that either. line who's a guy is trying to fight someone that night. I, For whatever reason, <laughs> I have no idea why. I feel like if I was single, though, I'd still want to go. Because that's the easiest place to... I For, like bars. I think it's a more chill environment. And girls are just kind of like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, no, cool. I'm a veterinarian and shit, you know? You want to yeah. do a shot of JMO or something? You got to play to your strengths. You're a good conversationalist. I'm a good dancer. That's you can dance do. in bars. I dance in bars all the time, Kind of. It depends what bars you go to. Some bars have like that open area in the back that you could like dance. That's in. true. That's, yeah, it, no. I've done work there too. That I've done work there. Too. <laughs> All right, but those are my kind of places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. The, like the bar, the bar. It's where like you a dive could. bar when you first walk yeah, yeah. in, and in the back there's a dancing thing with a DJ. You're like heaven. What's I, up? I feel like those things don't exist after like our prime. But anyway, I, when the <laughs> when the bachata would come on Oy. and like the merengue, Oy. you know, I could shake it a little bit, but I wasn't great at it, and you know. <laughs> the type of girls that were dancing to the other music were more up my alley at that point. Okay. So I would go outside and I'd smoke a cigarette. And it would be hot as fuck in the club and it would be in the middle of winter and I'd go outside and it'd be like a nice reprieve. Right. So I'd go smoke a cigarette, I'd go back inside. Or and then it kind of got to the point where I was like smoking cigarettes like I just had the pack from the club that night. Oh, let me have one. Right. And and just they just kind of snowballed. Dude, you know I went through like a hookah pen phase? Hookah pen? Hookah pen. Not proud. I went through an actual hookah phase. I know. I my, was there. Yeah, my ex girlfriend, like, dude, I was me there in that hookah phase with you. Do you remember that? We were, so, I don't, that was like when it happened. Our, our too. whole age, age group was in the hookah phase at that yeah, point. Yeah, there was a, there, there is still a hookah craze that's just crazy, but Drake's going through it right now. <laughs> Every third post on Instagram is him with a pipe. But anyway, uh, back then, for whatever me, why would we meet up all the time? I feel like we would meet up to talk about stuff. Was it the t-shirt company? Maybe. We we like when we, when I was younger before any of this happened, like there were so many side hustles yeah. that I was like trying to build or like everyone I knew, like we all had this thing that we were like, "Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this, that." There was always something. Like we were never like, "Yeah, I'm trying to be a fucking a vet." Fuck, I don't know why I keep bringing up veterinarians. Yeah, you're really like veterinarian. Yeah, so yeah, I'm trying to be a doctor or whatever. There was none of that. It was always just like, all right, how can we build this business, blah, blah, blah. And we would always meet. And we would always meet at that hookah place. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Rotana. No, no, no. We oh, never went there. Oh, you talk, you're talking about the run next to Rotana. It'd be called the VIP. VIP. We called the VIP. I don't know what it's called. Moonlight or something like that. 
Eastern Nights. Eastern Nights. Yo, good, good fucking Cause memory. Because you said Moonlight. And yeah, 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 yeah. But shit. it's called Eastern Nights, which <laughs> I don't even know. But there was never anyone in there. And we would go, and there was this one table that looked like it was in like a roped-off section. So I'm like, oh, we're in the VIP. So we called it VIP. And then we would smoke hookah, which I hated, which apparently is worse than cigarettes. So much worse. Didn't know that. Dude, you said you were going through a hookah phase at that time. That was like my side hookah spot. <laughs> that's how much hookah i was smoking at the time yeah that was bad but then after that for whatever reason i was like because i don't smoke cigarettes i don't smoke weed but i was like oh hookah is like whatever i don't know one day i just did it because bah it's vapor. and then yeah no. and then i was like oh these and then someone introduced me to those pens that you just like press the button and then the light turns red and then you like smoke it and then smoke comes out and i would buy those all the time i don't think i've ever seen you smoke a hookah pen yeah, I mean, I haven't done it in years, and like, I don't think I've I I didn't like have one and like do it in front of people. Like, oh, you just on your it wasn't own it wasn't something that I was like super <laughs> proud of. Like, you didn't do no, I didn't like blow O's or try to fucking <laughs> or a vape where you. Oh my god, the vape, the vape oh. videos. I'm not gonna lie, some of them are sick. Oh, here we go. I mean, my yo, I hope you don't die, person doing vape videos. Why die? Because it's really dangerous. Is it? Yeah. Why? Th- yo, the reason I stopped smoking hookah, I was at hookah for the third time that day. And my boy <laughs> and my boy Louie had a Blackberry at the time. He pulls out a Blackberry and he goes, look at this. And he's like, it's like, each hookah pull is like 10 cigarettes. Each. And, and yo, I used to do contests where who could fill up their lungs the most and blow out the most smoke. All the time. So like... I got shook. ODs. I just stopped smoking right so, there. So, right I that mean, moment. you're going to die like 15 years earlier. I hope not, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the people who are blowing vapes, like, that's their profession. Like, your profession is putting that in your lungs and blowing Wait, it out. Wait, that's a job? Dude, the people who vape on Instagram and stuff. They're getting... Wait, you're surprised that, like, videos could be a job? <laughs> smoking a vape? Yeah. People love that shit. Oh, man. They do, man. It's kind of it's cool. I'm not going to lie. It looks cool. I would never do it. I would never like pay to go watch someone do it though. Nah, they just like get advert. They have mad followers and they get advertisements. You know how it goes. Vape King. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I they just opened up a new vape store by my by my spot. I feel like vape's gone though. Vape stores are popping in New York right now. Are they? Do you know anyone who likes like vaping? Like if I go out to a place and I see a dude with like it looks like a beeper. And he's smoking it and blowing smoke. I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I've never like, got him. I, I want to talk to him. You know. You know, a lot of people are vaping weed nowadays. So yeah, yeah so like you can go out in public and smoke weed and you no, no one will but smell like it they're shit. blowing it and I'm like, oh, it smells like fucking fruity pebbles. In yeah, there. like this fucking guy's vaping. Not like, those guys. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I have smoked a vape though. I was in Philly for some YouTube thing. One of those awful things. I went to. I went with one of those. Went you? to you. Went with you to one of those. There you go. Which one? Um, press play. Johnny performed. Maybe. Oh yeah, and then we went to your summer house afterwards. Yeah. Do remember that? Good times. Not really. I hate those things. Yeah, that was right. That's, I was lying. Yeah, I don't. I, I was lying. I was lying. <laughs> it was terrible. I I remember being like, I'm definitely gonna go to this one because it's right near Highlands and we could go there. It was, it was, Highlands afterwards was excellent. Oh, it was very excellent. Shout out to Highlands, New Jersey. Shout out. Highlands, New Jersey doesn't get enough love. It's kind of very, it's very small. I was going to say rightfully so. It's like that big. But you know what? It's full of heart. If you say so, I don't, you know, that's up to you. Yeah. But anyway, back to school. All right. Uh, 
I think, you know, um, this is what, because people ask me this all the time, because since I dropped out of, uh, of college, I went for a semester and then I dropped out. But uh, people ask me, like, should I go to school or whatever? And I ne- I will never encourage anyone to not go because mm-hmm. I feel like that's wrong. But I do tend to feel like, for the most part, depending on what people want to do, you know, because obviously if you want to be a doctor, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to drop out and I'll learn it on the fly. Like, no, dude, you're, you're <laughs> fucking cutting humans open. Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong? You know what I mean? Or if you want to be a lawyer or if... It, you know, stuff like that, you obviously cannot do it on your own. But I feel like now more than ever, this is the time where it's the most, the most easy is not proper grammar. Easiest. But it's, yeah. It's the easiest time in the history of the world to create your own business because there is so many platforms for you to market it. You know, you the internet is huge. YouTube's huge. Twitter, Instagram, anything can go viral at any time. So if you have an idea for a business, like I, I, that's what I always tell people. Like it's one of my my main things is like, you should have, because if I was back and I was 19 years old, I wouldn't have done what I did because when I was 19, I dropped out of college and then I was like, I'm just going to work this pizzeria job. And that's I'm just gonna whatever because I was doing YouTube at the time, but I didn't even know that you could make a living off of it. I didn't even know that, you know, I didn't know anything about it. I just did it because I liked doing it. It was literally just like a hobby of mine. Um, but if I was 19 again, I would literally go to college and pick a field that I was sort of interested in and pursue that while having a side thing. Because I think now more than ever, everyone should have a side thing that they do. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be just this one thing, unless it's something like doctor, lawyer, nurse, like one of these professions that, you know, you need all of your attention into these things. Uh, And it's extremely lucrative as well. But I feel like everyone should have like a side thing that they do. Because again, now more than ever, you could build anything on your own. And I always felt that school for me was so easy. And I don't know if that's just because I do have a photographic memory or if things just come easier to me, but it was always so easy to me to the point where I never actually put my full, like I never, I feel like I never tried ever throughout my entire career in school ever tried. And I felt like the only things I got got from it were discipline and organization. Those are like the main things that I felt like it taught me, but I don't feel like it taught me much. I think you have to be true to yourself. And like, <clears throat> it's hard for to be self-reflective at 18 years old, right? But you got to look in your mirror and say, yo, is school really not for me? Or am I just a lazy piece of shit? Right. You know, so like, yes. and you know, saying to, my, to yourself, I'm a lazy piece of shit is not a bad idea either. You know, no. like, because you, you notice it and you know what it needs to, to be wor- working hard. You know right. what I'm saying? So... If you really look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you know, I make these banging fucking smoothies. I love smoothies, <laughs> yeah. right? And I would love to open up a store that sells these banging smoothies because I know they'd sell. Like, I'm going to call it Jamba Juice. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. well, why not, right? If that's the case and you got to hustle and you really want to do it, like, I don't have a problem with people not going to school if that's the case. Right. Or if you're just like, you're not a school person and you'd rather work with your hands, like, go to a trade school. Yeah. Just because you don't have a college degree does not mean you are nothing. Right. And I think this in this society, we've 
we've put that on people. Like, if you don't have a college degree, you are nothing. Right. And it's and stupid. It's fucking I, dumb. I, I got that, like, a, a lot from, you know, even some of my extended family members that, like, if you're, if you, because my whole family, for the most part, is very by the books, where they're, and not my immediate family, we're more just kind of, like, this fucking little crazy group, but for the most part, our extended family are, like, you go to college, you play a sport, you graduate, you get a good job, and then that's that. You have kids. It's like, you know, the, the classic American dream thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and for me, I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that. You know, like, we're, our family specifically was so different. Like, my sister was in, like, nine different colleges and then went to, got her master's, and now she's doing speech pathology and shit. Then Thomas went and did the Olympic thing, and Keith dropped out, I dropped out. So it's like fuck are you guys doing you know mm-hmm. so we were kind of like the shock in the family but for the most part people would look at you like you're not like when i first dropped out of college people were like you're not going to school so like what are you gonna do you know and you know people think that you're not educated but me i don't know if it's just like being ignorant or cocky or something but i feel like i'm very educated and i'm smarter than most people that i meet honestly i really do because i i'm not like like you said you have to be real with yourself and, t- and tell yourself like are you lazy or is this really not for you and i i did that when i was in college i was really like you know i i said it on, on a on the podcast with davino that i did i signed up for college late so i had to go to school on saturday and sunday at 8 a.m and never missed a class and had a three five so like, I was there, I was doing it, and I honestly felt like, yo, this isn't for me. If I was lazy, I'd be like, I'm not going to fucking class on Saturday and Sunday when I'm hungover or some shit. You know what I mean? So, like, being real with yourself is, like, the main thing. And knowing, like, is this really not for you? Or are you trying to, like, take an easy route or whatever? I literally just, I don't know what it was. I was just like, I can't fucking do this. And I didn't even have a plan either, which I think is the dumbest thing. I don't think any, I don't recommend that to anybody. Like, if I can go back, that would be the thing that I would change and just be like, have a plan in place before you just jump ship and just take this fucking risk. Like, that's, I would never do that again in a million years. That's insane because the, the risk worked out, man. Like, no, it you, did. You, you but know, like, like it's, so, it's funny that you'd say that. You know what it is, too? I, I think that it's because that's the only way that I function. Like, when my back's against the wall. I never do anything ahead of time. Ted, I, this morning I woke up. I didn't even tell them what time to come here, and I didn't know you were going to be on. I asked you at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I do nothing. Like I can't. I don't know why. I. That's why I tell people all the time. Like I don't work hard. I don't have really good work work ethic. But as soon as I start working, which it's going to be like late, like I like the deadline's like tomorrow. As soon as I start working, like I will not stop until it is done. And like you know what I mean. Like I'll put all my effort into it, but I just like can't do anything ahead of time. It's it's bad. It's like the worst quality I have. Well, they they say that uh, you can't rush like art or whatever. And yeah, I don't. A, I don't feel a... like an artist. I don't feel like anything <laughs> special or anything like that. I just feel I'm like saying. I just feel like you know. Or for artists, I'm able to do it ahead of time. This would be so much easier. But like I was watching uh, the Defiant ones. You ever seen the Defiant ones? I saw. I saw the one episode where they talked about Dr. Dre signing Eminem. Oh, that was the last one. I th- mm, I think it was the second to last one. It was like the third episode or second episode. Oh, oh yeah, and that the, the third one is about uh, anyway. So he was like, uh, "You can't force inspiration, right?" In some people's minds, I feel that way too. I, I, but I do what I gotta do sometimes. All right. That's that's part of being a teacher. Like sometimes you don't feel like grading, but you gotta. I can't even imagine that. Like, <sighs> I can't. I really can't. Like when I think about teachers, I'm like, how? 
especially teachers in my high school. I went to a private high school. They don't get paid that well. No, private school teachers are some of the most underappreciated people in the world. I think that teachers should get way more than they're getting paid for because they. I feel like they work more than most people. Like you work all, you wake up, you go to school, you teach these fucking assholes all day. <laughs> and then you tell them they have to write essays about Abraham Lincoln. And then you go home and you read 30 essays about Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> that. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? And then when you work in a private school, you don't even get paid that well. You it's don't, like, you don't. I, look, what is pay at the very core of pay, right? Pay is what society values something to be worth, right? So if you give teachers $45,000 a year, uh, it, like private school teachers, that's, that's how much they make, you're going to get $45,000 quality. If we, if we want education to be right in this, in this world, I'll bump that pay up. Let's get six figures for the teachers. Yeah. Like- if we get six... Yo... If we get six figures for every teacher, we stop ordering fucking textbooks and we instead get an iPad for every kid in New York City. And With we the put app. A, we put them in the classroom. I have iPads in my classroom. I'm telling you, my my school is a, is fan fucking tastic. I love my school. We do everything for these for these kids and they thrive because of it. And I love being part of that. But if you get everyone an iPad, if you if you stop buying textbooks, if you stop buying paper, you're gonna save money if you do it. These iPads only have to be renewed once every like five years or so. You could even probably get Apple to do it for free for some for some of these places. Right. And you get and you pay teachers the correct amount of money. Watch how much the education goes up. Because now what you're doing is you're getting the minds in the classroom. Like it's no longer a job where you have to do it because you love it. Mm-hmm. It's now you do it because you love it and you're getting fucking paper. Right. You know, so like <laughs> if I could if I I'm not, I'm comfortable where I'm at. Like me and my girl, we both have, we live together and we both have a teacher's salary and combined, we make a pretty good living. So like where I'm not, I'm not complaining about it, but if there was more money in it, there would be more people in it. Yeah. It's very easy to be a bad teacher. Oh, it's extremely dude, easy. I've had f- like awful teachers. Yeah. It's really easy to be a bad teacher, especially if you don't got an administration up your ass. My, like my, my last administration was a, piece of shit to the max like well, if i ever saw this guy in public i would not hesitate to slap him right, <laughs> right across the face yo I, I sued him and shit like it was real wow yeah and he uh and he did not give a fuck about anything and he just let me do whatever the fuck i wanted and you know because i loved it i did a good job but if i wanted to i could have done literally nothing all day it's that easy to be a bad teacher i i mean dude i've had teachers like that yeah that they just, they just don't care. It's just like, well, yeah. I was I was in a study hall once, right? So my teacher he he used to have us for uh, history, but he used to never want to teach. He used to come down and he used to bring us upstairs to his room, like the leadership room was called, where he had his little office, so he could do whatever he was doing. So he would be in another room, and it would just be literally free time. And one, I I also had him for first period. Uh, it was uh, propaganda and something else. You had a propaganda class, yo. One of the, the best, one of the most this? informative classes I've ever had, and one of the reasons why I'm so informed about what's going on in the media today. Propaganda class. Propaganda class. Anyway, so I had a literacy and propaganda class. That's what it was called, and I wrote him a fucking phenomenal paper, like one of the best papers I ever wrote, ever wrote. And remember the old word art things on Microsoft Word? 
Do you remember those things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like I the, it was like a yeah I remember like I put little arching propaganda in like right, right, right. like I was trying to make it, it was look like nice blue arching text. Yo, I put it in a fucking sleeve. Wow. If you know me, like I was the kid who got the shit back and tossed it in my book bag and never saw it again. Like I put that shit in a sleeve. That was real. <laughs> and, and like so, he took us upstairs to his room, and I look in the corner and I see a fucking paper on the on the floor with the with the the lettering, and I look at it and I'm like, yo, this is my paper, Mr. V, like. This is my paper. It's like, yeah, bro, that's where I leave it. On the floor, in the corner. You're pissed. I was so angry. And he ended up giving me like an 85 on the paper. Like, you didn't even read this shit. Just gave me an 85, piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, that's a solid score. No, but I wanted more. <laughs> See, like, I was never, like, proud of my work nah, ever, me neither. too. Like, I, I never cared. Like, I was just always just like, I don't know, dude, as long as I don't have to go to summer school, I'm just like, cool. I, if, you be, if you want your kid to be a good, if you're listening and you have a kid. Right? right, and you want him to be a good student. There's one thing you have to do, one thing only. Find out what his interests are, get him some reading material about that. Start having him think critically. Like, that's it. That's all you need. I did not pay attention in any of my English classes. I didn't do any homework, but I always had the newspaper every day in my lap, reading while class was going on the sports section, it, and then I would read the rest of the newspaper because the newspaper, I loved the newspaper when I was a kid. Like, I, I loved it. Like, the, having a newspaper in my hand was, like, the big, the best thing for me. Dude, that is the fucking, like, worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, yo, I loved the sports section of the newspaper. Like, every, I would read it every day. Dude, I can honestly say I've never read the sports section of a newspaper. That's crazy. You should. And I'm, like, really into sports. Never read it. I used to, I used to love it. I used to go sports section, horoscope, Lupica? opinion, news. Mike? Huh? Lupica? Uh, no, I was a Post fan, so Mike Vaccaro was oh my, my favorite God. writer. Joel Post Sh- fan. Joel Sherman. Yo, the oh, Post, Post kind of sucks on the front pages, but the back pages are the best in town. Post is wild with their headlines. They're yeah. like, <laughs> Anthony Weiner shows his cock. Like, they'll put that on the fucking front. It's like, they don't give a shit. It's real out here, man. As someone who started off as a journalist and got into teaching later and saw like the transition, all the rules of, being, all the rules of journalism are being broken right now. All of them. Really? All of them, all of them, all of them. No one cares. No one gives a fuck. It's all about clicks. No one gives a fuck. That's it, all it is. That's how money. it is on YouTube, too. Like, people will straight up lie in their titles. And, like, they go so hard with their thumbnails. It's just, like, just get people to click on it. They like, do. No one even cares if it's good <laughs> or what the retention rate is. I have no idea. People click on it, and they're like, this is fucking stupid, and they just leave. Dude, one of the... um. One of the craziest things that I always say to Johnny or to anyone who I'm talking to is, I don't know why we live in a society where the views matter more than the likes. Yeah. Like, when you look at a YouTube, you're like, shit, that has 20 million views. But, like, you don't see that the fucking, it looks like a a burnt cigarette to the to the bottom <laughs> <laughs> because the whole thing's red because this shit, shit sucks. Right. It's the worst thing ever. Like, the Rebecca Black thing. Oh man, my Friday like that. She couldn't sing. God bless her soul. She donated all the money she got to charity. Did she really? Yeah. God bless her soul. She was a good I kid. I know Re- Rebecca Black. I met her once. Really? Yeah. Well, I went to one of those YouTube things and she was there, and I had just landed and I was in my hotel room and she comes in because she knew the kid that I was with, and I think she was a little drunk and she was I was and drunk. She was, Drunk, yeah, drunk. She wasn't. This wasn't like the when the video came out. So like oh, this was years oh, oh. later. Uh, and then she was saying stuff and like she. <laughs> this is so weird to say now. Uh, she was saying like uh, 
that she was so mad that Friday blew up like that because now she could never be taken seriously as a singer. I mean, and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I feel her though. No, I mean, yeah, I get that. I was so excited to like be there for that conversation. <laughs> like that breakdown was awesome. <laughs> I was there for that. Shout out know? Rebecca Black. I mean, Shout out Rebecca Black. Like 10 years later, like, have you heard another single from her? So she was right. Uh, Yeah, I haven't. So Damn, that's what I don't really know what she's doing, but yeah, yo, shout out, Rebecca shout, Black. Shout, yeah, one time for the one time, one time for. I feel like Rebecca I want to pour Black, out one of those you know mics. Saying? Yeah, pour out, pour out something. Did you? You just I really did, I'm and you didn't even, and you did shit. it behind the the fucking trophy, so I the know. camera didn't even get I it. Know. You just, you just poured beer on your desk. I ruined the table. For <laughs> uh, this is like cloudy. This looks like like a person with a UTI pissed in this can. <laughs> oh. Like it's a little cloudy, you know what I mean? You know, like uh-huh. right after sex when you pee and it's a little cloudy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I. That's what I mean. <laughs> Is this getting too real? Am I getting? I'm. I'm. I'm too out. I'm too there. You know what I mean? I. I. I just. I. I can't. You know, no, you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I. Uh, it's cloudy pee, man. And it's also like really sloppy. What's sloppy? Just everywhere. It's going oh my everywhere. god! After sex pee is just. You gotta clean afterward. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like it comes out nine different ways. I'm like, how many dicks do I have? Like, right now? <laughs> I had a dream one time that I had two dicks. Well, uh, and then I was having sex with two women at the same time with my two dicks. Dude, what about the chicks, the Siamese twins, the famous ones? There was pictures that leaked of them both sucking a dick. Well, at that point, they both have to commit to it. You can't just like oh. one be a fan of it. <laughs> think about though, like think about though, people. There are Siamese students out there that are connected, like at the neck or at the hip or something like that. Yeah. If one of them's fucking, like you're just there, dude. You're in it. There was a movie about that once with like yeah, Greg Kinnear two dudes. and who, someone else. What was that? Greg Kinnear and um who else? Who? Was Matt Damon. Matt Damon's Matt in Damon, that one, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that called? Fuck. Twins. I don't think. Now nah, that, that was, was a Dane DeVito movie. Stuck on you. So there Thank it is. Thank you. I knew Kyle would know. I knew he would know. Yo, that was a great. And then he, they. He's and then big it, on the Siamese stuff. He's in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's all, talks about it all the time. Yo, if you did for other people's lives, I am a Siamese twin. Oh my god, you that's such a good that. idea. Yeah, you should do that. Thank you. No and problem. He talks to Siamese twins. <laughs> the first question I literally would ask them was, I gotta start drinking before I go on that show so I could like have the courage to ask certain questions. <laughs> But like I would, the first thing I'd be like, yeah. So how you doing? Uh, like so like when you when you're fucking like, do you put like a sheet over your? You know what I mean? Because that's I mean that's a serious question because, you know, if you're a Siamese twin and and you're having sex with somebody, you're kind of alone for the ride. How do you approach that? Like I'm guessing Siamese twins don't have much sex. No, I, I maybe they do. I don't want to be offensive I'm to sure Siamese there's like, I'm sure there's like, I do. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. You know what I mean? I want to know who's fucking. I want to know if you're having sex and the person and your sibling isn't like, they're just watching. Like, you should. Or is it always a threesome? I was going to say, you should ask them, ever have a threesome? Boom, boom. Right. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> they have to. God, I can talk about this all fucking day. Like honestly. It, and it also has to be different if it's two guys and two girls. That's different. Why? I, I feel like two guys could have sex with the same person a little easier than two girls can, Siamese wise. I think it's very hard to have sex with the same person when you're connected to the fucking hip. That's true. <laughs> I mean, really... maybe girls could have sex with the same person much easier than if they're connected to the yeah, hip. Yeah, because they just lay down. Yeah. 
But if you're the guy and he's moving, you're like, well. Yo, you got to do this. You got to do this yeah, episode. Like now this is, now we're just speculating. I'm not even like getting anything out of this. I'm moving though. <laughs> is this disrespectful? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I don't, I don't know. think anyone who's Siamese is listening to this. Is that the, even the right term? I was going to say like. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> They're not Siamese. So. Jesus. Conjoined twins. Siamese isn't the right word. I've been saying this. Is it? I mean, I was thinking Siamese. I think cats. conjoined is the politically correct term. Yeah, I fucked that up with midgets. By the way, midgets isn't the right thing. Uh, it's little people. Yeah, and or dwarf. We actually, you know, what's funny? Were you here for that? You were here for that. So for the midget talk, right? We uh, this is actually Max was here for that. I'm saying it again. God damn it. Yo, can I just say one one thing before you do? If I was a midget, I mean a, a little person. If someone called me a little person. I would be so offended by that. Thank you. I said the same <laughs> thing. Listen, and I, I get a pass here because I talked to a little person and she understands that I have no ill will towards there. I'm not saying midget with like a negative connotation. That's just the only word that I grew up knowing. Right. But I, the sa- I said the same exact thing. I was like, if I was a little person and someone called me a little person, I would feel like emasculated. Fuck you. And then if they called me a dwarf, I'd be like, this isn't fucking Harry Potter, dog. <laughs> like, don't call me a dwarf. I'm a midget and I'm proud of that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, But, uh, you know, unfortunately, midget has a negative, it's, it's a derogatory term mm. to them. Exactly. So I was like, I understand. And I'm sorry, you know. But I talked, we talked to a little person and we asked them all kinds of stuff and we talked to them about sex. You know, we asked them like, you know, a lot of people feel like, you know, little people don't have sex or whatever. And they're like, and she has a boyfriend who is of quote unquote normal size. Do you know what I would love to ask? And I don't know if you asked this or not. Do they feel bad about being fetishized? We did ask her that. You did ask? And she's like, yeah, sometimes you, you know, she's like, it's easy to tell now, you know, and she was really cool about it too. She's like, it's easy to tell now, like, uh... You know, when people are just kind of like, oh, I got to cross this off my fuck it list yeah, or whatever, exactly. you know, I got to hit a little person. And she did actually tell me a story that she was in college and someone, she had sex with somebody and they took a picture of her and just wrote, literally fucked a midget and it went around campus. Damn. And she's like, I just had to get over that. She was really cool about it. Honestly, she was really cool about it. But she, she also said, she's like, you know, honestly, having sex with a little person isn't that bad because we can do a lot of stuff that normal people can't do. And I was like, yeah, you can't. <laughs> Because, yo, she said that, and then me and Greg looked at each other, like, and there was a pause for, like, a good eight seconds, and we were just, like, it was silent. We were, like, yeah, you know what? She's right. Like, pick him up. Flip how up, you know how do mean? you not immediately think of the, a like, tombstone. eight different things went through my mind just, when you said uh, that? Just a tombstone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Undertaker, 1998, tombstone. That's all that popped into my head, which is a very hard move to do with the, with the you know... Hundred plus pound person, hundred plus, hundred, uh, hundred ten plus, whatever. I don't know. How much are people weighing nowadays? I don't know if I. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, uh, I have to pee so bad, so we're gonna wrap this up. Um, uh, if you're not watching this, if you're just listening, uh, you're a piece of shit. I mean, uh, yeah. If you want to watch this, you can go to fullscreen.com/slash/basementyard. Put in the promo code BASEMENT and you get a free month and then it's $6 a month after that. And we also have a show called The Extra Yard that's like an extra 15, 20 minutes that's exclusively available on full screen. So definitely go download that. And Tim, uh, where can people find you if they want to contact you or whatever? 
at Veterans Minimum was where I really wanted to find me. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was yeah. going to say it in the beginning, and I didn't because I'm a piece of shit. That's all good. Me and Tim do a sports podcast called Veterans Minimum. There's two other people that are on it, but Shout out. every week it's us. We do sports every Friday. It comes out. If you follow at Veterans Minimum, then you'll find me. Yeah, he's there. At Tim Petrop everywhere else. Right, exactly. But Veterans Minimum is what to follow. Follow yes. that. Axe. Follow that. At Veterans Minimum. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that is all. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. That's cool.